All right, hey, welcome to another edition of Late Night with Larry. I'm your host, Larry D. I'm here with my co-host, Vince. Vince, give me a shout-out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We're here in the new and improved Larry D. Studios. That's right. We're uh, going live on YouTube now, so that's why we have the camera set up and we're rolling. But before we get started tonight, we just want to invite you to hit that subscribe button. And if you have a story or an encounter or you just want to share something with us, you can do it by emailing us at latenightwithlarry55 at gmail.com. Right, and you spoke of sharing with us. Why don't you break the news what we'll be able to be doing shortly as far as sharing? As far as sharing, pretty soon we are going to be able to be taking live phone calls. So if you want to call in, we'll provide you with the number. You call in ahead of time, we'll get all set up, and we'll record it live. And uh, we're going to be able to take phone calls via computer and cell phone. So we're... uh, we're getting there, folks. We're getting. We're moving on up, moving as on the Jefferson up. That, used to say. That's right. But before we get started, my brother wanted to do a, a, a tribute to Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, j- just this week we lost a great one, and uh, I've always been a big Van Halen fan ever since I could remember. Uh, I don't know anyone who has ever heard Van Halen and not wanted to pick up a guitar and start shredding like Eddie. He was one of the best. Um, a lot of people compare him to like Hendrix how they both changed the scene Hendrix did it then Eddie Van Halen did it but I think Eddie Van Halen he took it a step further Eddie did and uh he did it, and if you ever watched uh, the documentary on his life, the sound he got was it was his own original sound, and he got that by manipulating his pickups. Not, uh, not only his pickups, he was I, I believe he was the first one on uh, the tubes in his amps. He would uh, dip them in wax, and that, that was he would do pickups, all, all yeah. oh, okay. He would yeah. do all kinds of different things. Now. Um, there was an article I read about him where if he got a sound in his head, he would try everything to get that sound recorded. Right. They would take piano strings or not piano strings, but, uh, you know, the recording tape for the studios. Right. And run it through the piano strings and, and just, pull it. Yeah, just to get different sounds. But anyway, <laughs> we're going to take a little shot and uh, pay our homage to Eddie, a little tribute. A tribute to Eddie. Eddie, thank you for all the great music. Rock in heaven, brother. Right on. That's good stuff. Ooh, a little too good. Wah, wah, wah. Ooh. Now, I just heard a story um, on the way over here. I was listening to the radio. And, of course, everyone's still playing their tributes. Uh, People are calling in, and they're giving their Eddie Van Halen stories. Now, one celebrity... I have it on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember who it was, but they were living next door to Eddie Van Halen for a while. And I guess toward the end, uh, you know, he had a wild life, so he wasn't allowed to have alcohol in his house. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, he would keep it in this guy's refrigerator. So when he would felt like having a drink, he'd go next door to this guy's garage and just have a swig. Right, right. Now, I, I did hear that he had quit drinking somewhat and now in the later years right now if anyone has read the sammy hagar book that sheds a whole different light on him but i mean when you live a lifestyle like that you're you're that famous you make that much money everyone around you no one's going to tell you no they're going to give right. you what you want no matter how crazy the request or how crazy you want to be <laughs> that's right you're the money maker and they're going to take care of the cash cow right right 
But anyway, Eddie gave us some great music. May he rest in peace, and he'll live on forever. Yep, he's jamming with Jimmy now. That's right. So tonight, we figured we would just talk about a couple of things. Uh, If you listened to our last episode, it was about a dog ghost that you know a ghost dog that right. we, we still can't explain it what happened and uh that was interesting so i was watching something today and they were talking about dogmen now i you know i thought well could have this been a dogman i don't know i know here in new mexico we have many sightings of bigfoot right but i don't think we've ever had a sighting of a dogman no the only sightings i've ever heard of the dogman is i think they're more to the east of the country right now from what i understand they're relatively the same size as a sasquatch but a lot of people describe <clears throat> the face as being more doggish and they got these and these razor sharp teeth and supposedly they have claws also right now we're wondering what what is the actual difference between a a dog man and a bigfoot is it maybe perspective or is there really a difference is it just the head then because one's more ape-like and the other's like a dog like a they, people have described it like a german shepherd head <clears throat> and I don't know. Is that the only difference in the claws? On this uh, this kind of documentary I was watching, uh, one lady gave her experience, and it chased her down the country road. And the road I'm talking about, it's uh, a Briar. Briar, Briar Road down in Wisconsin, I believe it is. And she said she was driving down that road, and she saw this. She, she actually felt like she ran something over. So then when she stopped, she got out of the car and she went back to look. She saw this tall thing just stand up, had red eyes, and then it started running toward her. So she jumped in her car and she took off. She, you know, she immediately hit the pedal and wanted to get the hell out of there. Right. Anyway, she said it caught up to the car and she could hear it scratching the claws on the back trunk. Well, when she had this reporter come and investigate it, the reporter said it was consistent. There were big, long claw marks on the back. Now, she said if she was going to do this, why would someone do that to their own car? Right. Just, you're not going to get any money for it. Right. Why destroy your property if it's a hoax? Right. So, she has followed this for 26 years I do believe she's been writing about the dog man in this little town and she said some of the people are very convincing that the stories you know a lot of them coincide they match and there's not they're not all over the place they're pretty consistent on describing what they saw and what it looks like and so I was just wondering you know is, is this a type of Sasquatch you know, with the, who knows? Right, because a lot of the body features are the same. It's big, it's muscular, it's fast. And um, if you dig deep into the Sasquatch world, do some research, a lot of people claim that they do drop down on all fours. Right. Which is what Dogman does also. Right, and that's another thing they said. that They saw it chasing deer through the field on this briar road. And 
they said at the speed it was moving was so fast and it was on all fours and like my brother just said we've heard stories that that's what uh, Sasquatch do right, and they say when they drop on all fours, they're even faster. That and let let me give you an example of how fast this dog man was. There was a car cruising at fifty five, and they noticed off to the side that it was keeping up with them. It kept up with them for about a mile, and then they sped up, and it just went on its own way. Uh, that's pretty fast. Yeah, that's a little bit faster than we could run, but right, right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just just a little. Just a little, but we're still working on that. That's right. Maybe I got to lose lose about five more pounds and I'll beat it. But it's it's interesting, and that's what I was thinking about. And since we had our ghost dog encounter, I, you know, we didn't run over anything, but we know we saw something, and I was thinking, well, and it was moving fast. In a, I, like I said, I saw it in front of your truck. What would have been at the moment of impact? It would have, and and it was it went by so fast. It was fast, and I started thinking, well, could have that been a dog man? I mean, because it was this was big. This was bigger than a coyote or your regular wolf or right. It was big, but I, I gotta say, um, <clears throat> just my point of view, I don't think it was a dog man because like the lady on Briar Road, she actually hit it. Right, she did. So we hit nothing. That's why I, I lean more toward the ghost dog. You know, yeah. it, it was there and we didn't hit it. And I just, I know if it would have stood up, if we did hit it and it stood up, I, I don't know, I'd probably fainted. <laughs> I, I, I just don't know what to make of it because one, it happened so quick and two, I don't know what it was. Right. And like you said, it happened so quick and we weren't expecting it. Right. And a lot of a lot of uh, skeptics question why there's not more footage of Bigfoot with all the cell phones and stuff. Everything happens in an instant and you're not ready for it. Well, even people that have seen like Bigfoot for more than a second or two, they say you're so terrified or or so amazed that, that you can't believe that is this what i'm really seeing right now a lot of people say when you see it it's not something you're used to seeing so it takes you just a few seconds for your brain to process, process it. what am i seeing try it i i i always say well i i would have caught video or but i don't know you know until i have my own experience maybe i'll be so shocked that even if it lasts a minute or two i'm so shocked that i don't even think about grabbing my phone and right you'll taking just be video. watching it and right right but we're, we're trying to cover all our bases we we've got these little cameras we're going to start taking with this when we go well into the forest or right. the wilderness and that way we don't miss anything that's right and if you're watching this on youtube the footage that you're watching is some of the wilderness that we go to so uh right now we uh we, we usually go we have a, a pretty good spot up in the hamus mountains and we've been exploring we've been kind of branching out and we we've found out we've been exploring the forest roads there's a whole lot more to this forest than we thought now my brother went on a little expedition the other night and uh it, it was quite the journey um I, I never knew how far north this forest went and it goes i'm guessing this forest goes all the way into colorado and further i'm gonna think so because i came out i went in through the hamas hamas interest and uh i drove around all, almost all night uh with a 
my my nephew and we did a little bit of four-wheeling took some roads i said this looks like this road's never been driven in a while let's go down it and uh, some of those roads haven't they have no traffic and i was like this is perfect we are secluded there's no one out here these roads ain't traveled if we're gonna see a squatch this is the type of area it may happen in right and we came out i want to we were on the back side of espanola uh I, I looked on the map and the closest thing i could find to it was a little town called coyote and uh we came out of the mountains there and i, I had no idea that we could travel that far and come out where we did right and that's why i said it was an eye-opener for me also so that explains why sometimes when we go to our spot it's kind of quiet because they have just so much area to roam but i do believe they frequent our area because where we go there's a game trail it's it's uh, the game trails it's used regularly you could tell and it it goes right to a lake right and not only the lake three miles up from the lake there's a fish hatchery and uh, right. I do believe that they uh it's easy picking at yeah, the fish hatchery. Yeah. And not only that, the lake, uh, well, there's water all over the Hamas where they could drink, but the thing is, there's a lot of deer and elk that go drink at the lake. Definitely. And just like when I took my nephew out with me, he's never really seen any wildlife, but he saw elk, he saw deer, he saw a pack of wild turkeys, he saw quail, uh, he saw a fox, he saw a coyote. He, in one night, he saw more wildlife just cruising around than he ever has so the the two things that are still on his list is a bear and a squatch well we could help him hopefully with both of those right and i agree <laughs> now that's funny you mentioned that because your nephew uh he's from california he's a city boy right that's why well, he hasn't seen a lot of wildlife right well he he's from albuquerque he's from here but right he but, moved to california right but still city boy yes and a lot of the skeptics that we come across are city folk who never step foot in the forest but yet they want to say sasquatch does not exist right now how can you say that if you've not went and done your own research your own proof how can I, you say either way actually yeah no if if you want to see just take a trip out to the forest and and i'm not talking just the regular campground get off the road and right and off the beaten path off the beaten path and drive some of these rough country roads that you got to drive five ten miles an hour on and uh right and and you'll change your mind yeah and actually uh we'll even drive you if you buy the beer and try <laughs> try it you, you come along there's plenty of room in the truck yeah and we like the Coors Light 40s there, by the way just saying there you go just <laughs> just saying just putting it out there Coors <laughs> but anyway back to the topic back to the dog man yes um well i'm not a big dog man uh, fanatic i've never really researched the dog man but i know there's a lot of people out there that research dog man just like we research bigfoot right there's people that go out there looking for the dog man like we go out looking for bigfoot and uh i was just curious if any of you out there know what distinguishes a Bigfoot from a Dogman? I gave the email at the beginning. Right. Shoot me an email. I, I mean, I'm genuinely interested. And if you've seen one, if you've seen a Dogman and a Sasquatch, and you could 
clarify it even more, man, let us know. Yeah, and especially if you or somebody you know has been on this Briar Road, we'd like to know more about that. Right. It was interesting. And now I know the dogman's been seen not only in Briar Road, but uh, it was interesting how they connected Briar Road with a, a lot of satanic cults in, in the, the three surrounding counties that had a lot of activity. And some people think that, you know, the dogman, it's demonic and it it stems from some of these satanic cults. They they really touched base on right. on that they, they believe that this thing is it's demonic, it's satanic. Now is there something to that or is that just a lack of knowledge and well you know how people the skeptics, especially if, if you talk about ghosts, they automatically assume they're demons. Right. Well they kinda in this little documentary they kinda took it back to um to Greek mythology okay. and they took it all the way back to and once again I should have wrote this down rather than just watching it and being entertained uh, <laughs> they took it back to in Greek mythology one of one of the Greek gods was was cast out and he was cursed to be like a werewolf for the rest of his life oh okay and uh, I thought that was interesting how they tied it in but then they talked to this reporter and uh, several other people and they're like you know there's a lot of satanic cults they're like some kids prank and go out and just do crazy things and you know to get attention right but they did say that there were a lot of serious like grown adults that have professional jobs that meet in these covens in the wood and, and practice you know satanism for real and uh witchcraft for yeah real. And, and, and it don't even have to be evil you know because wiccans they worship the earth you know the, right well, they're not they're not evil but people may see them out there doing their rituals and they may perceive it as evil because it's not what they do that, or what they know that's right now i'm not going to say one way or the other you be the judge you have your own morals i'm just stating the facts of what i've heard and uh, that's why they think that uh that every time that they're out there practicing witchcraft that the dogmen come around and uh, what was interesting is there there's a certain farm and the piece of land that they say that's where the dogman lives now there was a retired teacher who bought this property and uh, his farmers the surrounding farmers around him said you know the dogman lives on your property and he was like what so he started noticing that he was placing dead animals in certain places and they would come up missing or like one he placed a dead raccoon he would find roadkill and he placed a raccoon and it was sliced open perfectly and the entrails the guts were thrown on the side and it was you know eaten a little he placed a badger which the badger weighed 25 pounds and it was moved and uh he placed a deer, a 60-pound deer that had been hit by a car. And uh, now he said, once he placed the deer, he said, too many things, this is this is not just coincidence. He placed some cameras. Well, the footage he caught on his camera was, it was like a mist that came over the deer. And when the mist left, the deer was gone. It wasn't hmm. a picture of a dogma. It was a mist. And uh, they, they also said that you know, they, there's a lot of UFO sightings there. Now, don't ask me why when someone sees a Bigfoot or a Dogman, UFOs tie into it. Yeah, now, <clears throat> let's cut back five, ten years ago. 
we weren't really Bigfoot has always uh, caught our interest but we weren't really researching it we just heard stories or right. we've seen the movies and um, <coughs> when we started researching that's when I found uh, the UFO theories that are connected with Bigfoot and I'm like really people I mean now the dogman thing but the more you research it you know you got to take those into account for everything because right. th- there's so much that we don't understand right and and I can't tell you why there's that connection when they see a dogman or a Sasquatch that now they see a UFO right uh, I just can't tell you you know now in, in our experiences out in the Hamas we've seen some things where I to me they're a UFO we we're lay, we lay there there's no light pollution up in the mountains None. we see these things flying around they they change direction they hover it, it it's strange you know it is but i'm not connecting that with bigfoot because usually we haven't had anything on the same night no no and and that's why that's kind of why i find it hard to tie it because yes we've seen ufos <laughs> and uh believe it or not i have to call it a ufo because the way it moved through the sky was nothing that our conventional aircraft can do unless the military does have some really really high-tech aircraft right. now we're, we're not seeing aliens this and that yeah. and all UFO is something that we can't identify and it this thing was moving through the air fast stop didn't the way it maneuvered I have to call it a UFO and then zip back in the opposite direction right I can't explain it so to me that's right. a UFO no, I mean we're both military guys I've never seen anything like that but no. I mean even if we did we couldn't tell you and <laughs> that's right and I've seen it out there more than once. Right. One time we were out there and his daughter was with us and she pointed out, she said, look at that. See how it's moving? And it was moving like toward the moon and back out, toward the moon and back out. But it was close enough where the naked eye could see it, but far enough to where you know it's not a plane because it made no sound. We couldn't hear it. Right. There's no sound. And... uh all you're seeing is the reflection of the sunlight off it because it is an outer space. That's right. So, but back to the connection. I can't tell you why, but I was just intrigued today after watching that. I'm like, okay, so we have the Sasquatch. We have the Dogman. Uh, you know, there's so many paranormal things out there that we don't know about that, you know, but these are my two biggest interests because to me they seem like the same type of creature they're both big right, right. they're both fast they're both muscular and they're both terrifying now let's backtrack a few episodes when we talked about the bigfoot in alaska now some people over there the eyewitnesses say they have claws well okay whereas people who've seen bigfoot down closer to our region right. say they have like human hands they have our kind of fingernails you know blocky teeth but up there they say claws and and, and, and fang and canines distinctive yes. canines so that do you see where i'm going that's why it, i want to know what the maybe distinction it's uh, is. by region they they change well i mean you know it's it, it, is it a a type of evolution in this creature or yeah um, well they say you change to fit your environment and i agree i agree i, I agree because uh and i'm i'm just no offense to anyone but like here in the southwest don't ask me why i, I think i know why 
we're we're smaller than like a lot of people on the east coast for some reason when i was in the military they were all i'm like damn what do they put in the water out here they're all right. tall six feet yeah big guys big guys yeah they're big and i come home and i'm like oh all you people are my size right right it's uh yeah no i noticed that too i but watching this documentary, I could say that she acquired some footage from NASA that shows uh, that in in the United States we have certain spots where there's lower gravity than other places, and there again in these places where there's lower gravity, there's a lot of sightings and a lot of UFO activity, and New Mexico was one of them. We were dead spot. There were three areas where there's a lot of UFO activity, but we fall into that NASA picture of lower uh, gravity. Right. The gravitational pull here is not as strong as it is in other parts of the country. And I was saying, is that why we're smaller? Because if there's if there's stronger gravity, you got to grow bigger. You know, right? I, I I don't know how that works, but you know that you're right. It could be a contributing factor to why we're a little different. Well, and and I say that because they were talking about the dinosaurs got as big as they did because oxygen was thicker and gravity was stronger. Oh, okay. So that's why I'm putting that gravity thing in there. So, and maybe why the big foot that's spotted out here is eight nine feet tall, but the Bigfoot in other places where stronger gravitational pull they're like 10 12 feet tall so Alaska for instance so yeah so <laughs> that's a good theory so we may have opened a whole new candle we, we, we just try and tie it all together and we hope you ride along with us because uh, to me this is it's not just talking about it. it's like really studying the subject right. learning as much as you can about right. it right and we really do research this now if you were to catch us off our podcast or off camera or off tape this is really what we talk about all now, the time we're, we're not as proper there's a lot of f-bombs and this and that yeah, but that's right yeah but this is our passion we we, we thirst for knowledge on the subject not only the bigfoot just um cryptids in general the ghosts ufos the uh, the unexplained there, there's so much more to this universe that we want to know yeah and we, we're only scratching the surface and the more we do research another rock unturned and we're like wow do you know do you know this do you know that it, it, it is this is once you start looking at this subject you're going to go down so many rabbit holes right that you're not you're, you're not going to know if it's truth if it's just a bunch of bull right. or or should i just leave it alone right and, and that's the beauty of the internet is because there's a lot of information sharing we get to take advantage of other people's research and and that's why we do a podcast so people can listen and see what we've come up with you know we're not professionals by any means no we're more of a field researcher learn on the fly that's right that's right and uh and we want you to learn with us right because it, it's a it's a great journey i mean it's i mean we love it i mean if we could quit our jobs today and do this full-time we would we would and the reason why it intrigues me so much is like if you go back to episode one of our podcast my we talk about my brother's sighting and it took me weeks for him to take me back and show me where it happened and ever since then you know like he said we've always been interested but since he experienced it I want to experience it. And 
I know that they're out there and a lot of people are uh, I know someone close and dear to me that says no they don't exist it's a bunch of bull right. you're wasting your time no I know they exist but that, that's someone who says that city folk that don't go out that's right they don't go out they do not leave the city so how can you say they don't exist sitting here just eating your McDonald's and watching TV right and, and, and people like that they only know bears exist because they've seen video that's right now I know they exist someday I I hope I get to see one but it, it goes deeper than that I, I want to learn about these creatures what makes them tick why how could they survive in these cold climates how what do they do that that they're such they're 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 kings of the forest they are kings of the right. forest they survive in the winter in the summer and they procreate people have seen them with the babies with the juveniles and in packs two three four at a time right now that that i've had this conversation with other people now during the winter the hamus is all it's closed off to all of us you know now do Bigfoot know how to make fire? Do they know how to live in caves? We know they know how to make, like, nests to keep warm. That's right. But, I mean, we don't really know a lot about them. Do they have a tougher hide than humans? Right. Because, look, at deer and elk, they, they survive. Well, yeah. And I'm like, deer survive, elk survive. So do they have, is their skin adapted? Is it thicker? Is there any hibernation? Right. Yeah. See, there's so many things we don't know that I do want to know about these creatures. And the reason I want want to know is you know where where did we split off with them because everyone says they i had them in my crosshairs with my rifle but i just couldn't shoot because they looked too human and people say they are human they're just another like race well and like we talked about there's been samples and people are like you know the sample we have it's it's part human with something we can't explain and, and that's why a lot of the the samples that are sent in hair scat whatever it be blood uh it always comes back contaminated with human dna right or or comes up missing right plain and simple right because uh there's a lot of people still today in the scientific world that won't even touch this subject because it can be a career killer right and and just good example even with the dogman they were sending information and samples and no one would return their call no one wanted to talk to them about it it's taboo these creatures must exist because too many people see them for it not to exist right so right and uh and too many of the sightings coincide with each other now you could say oh it's the internet they they read what it should look like but no even back before the internet you go to the sightings and they're the same they describe them the same that's right i mean the it, it hasn't changed now today on youtube i did see uh uh, a cool no it was on facebook there was a cool video of where they slowed down the the patty mm -hmm. and as she's walking they zoomed in and they said watch the muscle movement that can't be a person in a costume so the man that said he wore the costume he's a liar right that's definitive muscle shapes movement you you see at the whole muscle as it moves right. I, I was like wow now now just to touch on this real quick i don't want to get off subject too much but 
I seen a video, uh, and it was from Greenwave, uh, Mr. What's his name? Davis. Uh, oh, M.K. Davis. M.K. Davis. Now there was a video supposedly shot before the Patty Walk scene. Now a lot of people focused on her. I believe it's her right thigh. They thought it might be a hernia because when she walks, it, the muscle kind of bulges. That's right. Now I seen a video that somebody else had custody of that took place before that, and it shows Patty walking up a hill, and and she falls right by a tree. She falls down to all fours. And I've know, and I've said this before that, you know, you don't have to be a scientist to know anatomy, that's and right. that's a high tech suit if it's showing anatomy like that. But anyway, <laughs> the theory is she was shot in the leg, that's why she fell. Then she got up and continued walking, and that's why you see that protrusion on her right thigh, which some may have thought was a hernia. Yeah, they, it looked herniated, but yeah, if she was shot, there'd definitely be that there. That, that was a, a entry or exit wound that they were actually seeing. Then. Right. Now, anyway, to get back to the subject of Dogman, anyone in the East Coast, come on, share your stories. We, we, we don't know a whole lot other than what we could research. Um, we're interested. Uh, don't know if I want to see one face-to-face. Don't know if I'm that interested, but we want to know more on the subject. We want to know how it ties in with the Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Right. Um, are they related at all? That's right. So reach out to us. We ask the question, you answer it. Anyway, that's what we wanted to talk about tonight. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, shoot us an email. Yep, and we thank you that have been emailing us. We It's been some awesome feedback. Uh, we, we want more. We crave it. That's right. And now that we could accept phone calls here in a few weeks, let us know. We'll bring you on the air and you tell us your story. Yep, we'd love to hear them. Or even if you just want us to share them, you could be anonymous, whatever you prefer. That's right. Anyway, be good to each other. Stay cool and rock on. Rock on.